0: Beloved in the Lord, how was last night? I hope by the grace of God it was good. Whatever it was, we thank God for the gift of a new day and a new week. I'm delighted to welcome you to your devotional podcast, Believers on Board. Today we shall read the Word of God from 1 Timothy chapter 5, the verses 17 through 20. Rebuke publicly all those who commit sins, so that the rest may be afraid. 1 Timothy chapter 5, verse 20. Use Open rebuke as a deterrent. Use open rebuke as a deterrent. A teacher in one of our secondary schools where I served as chaplain was on duty for the week. In conducting morning devotion one day, he fumbled very badly. That caused the principal to give him a very disgraceful verbal thrashing in front of the whole school. As chaplain, I felt very embarrassed that the boss of the school ran down the teacher in the presence of students and staff. After the morning devotion, I went to the principal's office and asked, why he could not call the teacher and talk to him in private, or ask me, the chaplain, to discuss the mechanics of morning devotion with that teacher. Now listen to the response that the principal gave me. If I talked to the teacher in private, how will the other teachers learn from his mistakes? What I did had an effect on the teacher and he will learn to prepare morning devotion well before he comes up next time. In addition, other teachers will know that if they mess up too, I will disgrace them in front of the whole school. So, they will ensure that they do things correctly. What do you think about what the principal said to me? I guess there are some people for and others are against. Though what the principle did had its minuses, it also carried some pluses. Open rebuke can serve as a deterrent. It can serve as a corrective measure for the one who has faltered as well as for potential defaulters. When the principal of our story did this, he was not intending just to disgrace the principal, but he was doing something similar to Paul's advice to Timothy to rebuke publicly all those who commit sins. The chief reason behind Their action is to deter and instill fear into others, not to do the same in future. While some people may feel that such action is not good, it should be said that such rebuke ought to be done in love and not with the intention to run down the other person. The Bible discourages all believers, clergy and laity, from sin. The Holy Book urges us to do everything to be holy as our Father in heaven is holy. Human ego wants us to always be in the comfort zone where nothing disturbs our pride and pleasure. But we must never cease from thinking that we are weak and frail human beings who are sinners. Sin is not the preserve of some particular women and men, but not us. We may not be among those noted in our community for the popular sins of sex, drunkenness, wickedness, fraud, embezzlement, you name the rest. Granted, it is so. That is only by the grace of God and not so much because of our merit. Should the other person fall victim of this or that sin and we are in a position to rebuke the individual publicly, we should be careful how we do it. As a pastor, as an elder or Christian, if you have to reprimand your sister or brother, do so in love and humility. Don't sit on the pedestal of condemnation and give the public rebuke as if you are an angel judging the sinner. No. Bear in mind that it could be you. None of us is vaccinated against sin and has the immunity never to sin again. We are made right with God only by the grace of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. It is very hard to receive public reprimand in the presence of many people because of the weight and shame that goes with it. So, the way forward is to rely on our God who will give us the grace to bear the rebuke of our spiritual leaders or our brothers and sisters in the faith. Moreover, we should also be aware that others learn from our mistakes. With that in mind, thank God that because of your error, the other person has not fallen into sin. It is noble for you to receive disgrace so that others can have grace. You may say, That is not fair, Pastor. Why should I be rebuked publicly for others to benefit? Well, it happens like that sometimes. You suffer and others gain. You plant and another person does the harvesting. Did our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ not die so that we may live? But see what happened later. He was raised so that where he is, there we shall be also. So even after the rebuke, you gain. And those who rebuked you or watch you take the rebuke also gain. May God give us the grace to bear the consequences of our wrongdoing. And may God guide us through the Holy Spirit to rebuke or reprimand in love. Amen. I have a question for you. Have you ever been publicly rebuked for wrongdoing? If yes, How did you take it? On the other hand, have you ever reprimanded someone because of his or her sins? I know some people don't have the courage to do that. Why? Because they fear to be accused of judging others. I guess you have learned from the scriptural passage of today that we need to rebuke sin publicly. And when you have the opportunity to do that, do it not with the intention of disgracing somebody, but because you want to restore your brother or your sister. For the prayer of intercession today, please pray that Christians who correct each other In private or in public, do so in love. I'm your pastor and preacher, Achoa Omeni. Thanks for listening, and God bless you.